Well, hello, Caddy and Donna. It's Russell the Engineer. Well, not so much anymore, because in my second act, I reinvented myself, and now I'm in agribusiness. I love every minute of it. And you know, it may not be the radio business. We did have a lot of fun those 10 years we spent together at Kicks and Y106, and 23 years of radio means a lot to me. But I wouldn't trade my new experiences for anything. And I'm so glad the two of you have escaped, and you've got the podcast. Cadillac Jack and his wife Donna for my second act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years until July 2019, and that's when I was fired. So welcome to my second act. And my name is Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife, and I got busted for throwing away some toys from Charlotte. They get nervous when you go up to their rooms. Okay, well, they probably should, based on what's going on in each room. What kind of Charlotte is our youngest, who this week turns 14 years old, which is so hard to process. Well, that's kind of what precipitated this. So what happened was she was talking about how I was asking her, like, what do you want, you know, what are some smaller things that you want for your birthday? Because we had like, you know, grandparents that were asking. And this is that hard age where they, they have everything, you know, and they... And she wears a uniform to school, so she does want some clothes, but she's not like obsessed with clothes. And um, so I was like, you know, what do you what do you want or whatever? And she's like, I want an addition, a Lego addition for some like friends, you know, the girls Legos, which that's a whole nother conversation for another day. Girl and boy Legos, please. But anyway, um, she wanted an addition to like her this Lego set. And she was like, I have to go find the Legos. Well, you'd thrown them away. No, they're at the Goodwill, the Goodwill somewhere. Random Goodwills. Because what you have to do, and you know this if you have small children, is at some point in the dead of the night or when they're away, maybe to grandparents or school or something, you have to go with black trash bags. Never trash bags that they can see into. And you have to do it like stealth. Can't take everything. You have to take a few things. So that the room looks as if it's laying in state. You know what I mean? But then there's like a few random things missing that they're not quite going to catch on to until... Seven years later. So did you come clean? No, I helped her look for it. You So you knew that you had removed the Legos from Charlotte's room and taken them to Goodwill. From the playroom. To Goodwill. But yet you participated in the hunt for the Legos. Correct. We're talking, why, why would you do that, though? Because we're talking about probably five years ago when I gave these things away. I might have blamed it on. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe Dad knows where they are. Probably so. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about their rooms. I, I do I don't go in anymore and move stuff around. Remember, because, I have been upstairs since correct. Easter of last year. Right. But I mean, <sighs> if you went up there, there are and anybody who has teenagers at this point, I mean and girls are messier than boys. Our girls are messier than Willa's. I mean, there's wet towels in the bed. There are water bottles. We've talked about this before. There's forks, there's plates, there's hot plates, there's probably a microwave under Olivia's bed. At this point, I don't even know. There's cats who get like locked up in linen closets. You just hear a faint meow. I mean, it, it, it's insane how they live. The biggest, one of the biggest stresses at home for me is when I walk in the door, and this used to happen when I was working a radio and I'd be home at 10, 30, 11 o'clock every day. And I would walk into the house, Donna, and it would be lit up like Hartsfield. Yeah, that's night. your thing. They, that's never been my thing. But, but it should be everybody's thing. That's an old turn, man thing. Turn the light. You don't need the every light on in the house during the middle of the day. That is such an old man thing. It's not. It is. You have hair growing out of your ears right now. Whatever. Okay. 
Yeah. Because here's the thing. Nobody cares about the lighting. It's it's a financial thing. It's an energy thing. It helps to save the planet. Okay. (laughs) Because you're all about that. All of those things. Okay. It just just drives me mad to walk in. You just have severe OCD. I do. And need to be medicated. And you've always. I own it. I own it. Right. But own it, but get some help. Okay. I'll work on that. But I, I mean. Yes, because here's what happens. I'm also the person that everyone comes to for information. I've told you this before. Where's my charger? Where's my bow? Where's my shoestring? Where's my... And I know exactly where it is. Otherwise, it would just be chaos. I'm going to trim my nose hair while you talk about your Core 57 hype song. Okay, yeah. All right, so my Core 57 hype song was Gary Allen, um, Right Where I Need to Be. And it's from that great album, Smoke Rings in the Dark. Mm-hmm. I had such a fixation on Where's Gary Allen. Where's he do you think? I don't know. Well, we saw him at the Battery probably a year or so ago, two years ago. At the Roxy? Roxy, okay. yeah. All right. Great artist. Surfer. A lot of kids. We're going to share a story about Gary Allen coming up. You heard Russell Smith intro the show today. And we're going to share a story with you about the time we were all at the Omni, I guess it was. It was the Omni. And it was Father's Day weekend. And it was Gary, Father's Day. We walked by Gary Allen's dressing room, and it looked like a 3 p.m. dismissal at Kids or Kids Daycare. There were kids freaking everywhere. He's and they were all his because they were in town <laughs> for Father's Day. Yep, to celebrate with him. There he has a lot of kids. Donna had a run-in with Dwight Yoakam because yeah. he was also on that tour that night. I did. And Russell was there and and provided photos, which you can see when you subscribe to the letter, which you get now every Saturday morning in your inbox. Um, Okay, so my what was your core fifty seven hype song on the way here? I've been doing some traveling uh, here here in the past couple of days, and I have been on a Pearl Jam kick. Mm. So Pearl Jam Jeremy is my current core fifty seven hype song, and we learned that they have canceled their tour, their spring tour, because of the coronavirus. Yeah. And I think part of it was because, and they said in their announcement, you know, that they're obviously they're from Seattle and, you know, Seattle's had so many issues, a lot of instances of Corona. And I think they were just like preemptively doing it. But what a bummer, because the thing about Pearl Jam for those tickets, if you don't know, is you have to go into a lottery to get tickets. You can't just buy them. Um, So the people who really wanted to see them, I mean, are like diehard fans. They are amazing. Have you ever seen them live? I have one time. So good. And and I think that they are the first to do what is going to become the norm. We just learned Coachella has postponed. One of Mm -hmm. the biggest, if not the biggest music festival in the United States in Southern California. It's like over two weekends. Yeah. South by Southwest. In Austin, they canceled as well. Uh, Coachella, though, was uh, uh, bookended by two weekends, and they moved it to the fall. Yeah. Because of the coronavirus. That's going to affect some of those outfits that people wear for Coachella, you know? What do you mean? Well, when Coachella's in town, it's like this Instagram stream of like influencers and girls and guys, but more girls. Like there is a Coachella look, you know what I mean? Kind of a boho California vibe. I don't know what any of that means. Oh, well, if you go out there, I'll help you pick your outfit. To Coachella? Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Big thanks to uh, Colleen and the Crew Core 57, Milton and Alpharetta City Center for um, powering the Core 57 hype songs, which you can see now and listen to every single one of them since episode one uh, with a Spotify playlist that's uh, recently been launched. Yeah, so you just go to Spotify. Um, If you don't have Spotify, you can also listen to the podcast there. It could, you know, 
become your platform for everything. But you just go to Spotify and um, search for Caddy and Donna hype songs and the, the list comes up and it's a lot of fun. I mean, it literally goes from Delta Dawn to Outcast. Right. So, <laughs> well, we you, both have very. Yeah, we're not exclusive about our musical likes and tastes. Well, and there's so some, any particular format. No, we're and fans of music in general. And there's some great album cuts on there that you may like the Jason Aldean song. A couple of things that you may have not um, heard before. So, give it a listen. It's it's really fun. It's a lot of fun. Core fifty seven is a unique fitness community built on the strength of mind, uh, strength of the mind and body connection. And and they know you by name there. And Colleen and and the trainers and the people that work side by side with you are going to plan your workouts around individual needs and uh, you're going to hit your goals. Core fifty seven, Milton and Alpharetta City Center. May I direct your attention to episode eleven of this podcast? It was posted on February the tenth, and the title of this episode with death starts at two sixty nine. You got a little pushback. I want to read just, uh, you know, every episode there is like a. Um, Notes. Uh, right. And, and what's included in, in the particular episode. And Hans Appen does a, a fantastic job of, of curating all of the, the information for each particular episode. Caddy kicks off the show. It reads by scaring the. Um, see, I'm now worried about an E rating for explicit. Bzz, and, yeah. Car- and Hans, you wrote this. Uh, the, 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 the crap out of us about the coronavirus. Do you realize how close we are to Hartsfield and the CDC? This was back again, February 10th. And now your spring break plans are absolutely affected or should be affected by the coronavirus. And this is a conversation that we started well over a month ago on this podcast that the coronavirus is going to affect everybody in every in ways week back then and still today can't even fathom. You can't even imagine this week, Fulton County schools, as we go, as we're in the studio today, uh, Fulton County schools has canceled schools for today at this point only. Here's what I think is going to happen. Fulton County is going to call Fulton County. If you're not, if you don't listen in Atlanta, Fulton County is Atlanta. It's North and South, a very long County. It's a large group of schools. And because of a teacher, that was at three different schools who contracted the coronavirus uh, was a Fulton County Schools employee. They canceled school today, and but it had, again, it had nothing to do with our school. No, but they have to. They just can't handpick particular schools. You know, it's kind of like with the the winter weather. If if North Fulton gets it, which is more often the case than not, and they have to let school out for the day because of winter weather, South Fulton also gets out. You can't split the county. But I, th- I think what the parents are saying is: is the plan every time someone. Uh, you know, supposedly contracts the Corona. Are we then having the Corona? Is that, is that <laughs> the Corona? Are we then having, t- it's kind of like lightning at the pool. Okay. You know how, like when it lightnings at the pool, you have to wait 30 minutes and you get so pissed because you're like, okay. And then it lightnings again. And you're like, just, just pack everything up. We're just We're going, going home. home. We're just going home. And you're in a bad mood. Get your floaties. But is it the same? Like with the Corona, like every time someone gets contracts it or thinks they have it, Are they gonna do, shut down? do we have to shut down? Don't know about that, but Fulton County School said that this particular instance, they're going to use the day that they have called school off to to do a deep clean. Which who who does not a that? Bad idea. Did the teachers have to do that? Who does that? I don't know. But Fulton County Schools is out uh, Friday and also Monday for some sort of something rogue break. And we're going to learn, I guarantee, at some point today that the entire they're going to call the entire week just to clean and, and all that kind of stuff. But when the news broke, I was here at Appa Media Group when it broke that, that Fulton County schools were going to cancel and Fulton County schools is great about communication with parents via text and email and uh, robocalls and things like that. 
our 16-year-old daughter goes to Fulton County Schools to Cambridge High School, home of the Bears. And so as soon as it hit at Cambridge High School, you get a text from, from, yeah, Olivia. from Olivia. It's ridiculous. I'm home working, and she says... she the. Well, first, you sent it to her, I guess, first. No, she sent it to me. Have you gotten the word? Have you gotten the email? I mean, she had, these kids already knew that an email you know, had gone out, that school was, you know, they weren't going to have school tomorrow. And I'm like, just got it. No school tomorrow. And I'm like, laud. So I was telling her, I'm like, good Lord. I mean, like, please. And she says, you should come get me because it could be here. <laughs> I said, what? The corona could be here. Now, remember, this is at two o'clock. Okay, she gets dismissed at, you know, 3.30. I said, it's only an hour. Don't you think you would have already been exposed? You never know. It's a new class period. <laughs> And this is, listen, we'll put this screen grab in the letter that comes out on Saturday. Insanity. So, so that you can see it. This is not created. And then you respond. No, I, said, I love this. You're going to be at home for two weeks. I'm trying to keep my job. Wash your hands a lot. See you at 345. Yeah. I mean, I can't get up and down from my job to come and pick you up over at school. And I mean, it's just crazy. But what did you mean with you're going to be home for two weeks? Are you anticipating that uh, it's yeah. going to the closings and yeah. closures for schools? I, I are think going it's just to, going to keep rolling. You know, and like this morning on Good Morning America, they have, I'm calling it now the um, uh, the Corona ticker because they have this ticker that runs at the bottom. Well, they, they can, have the Coronavirus Command Center yes, on GMA. Yes, but this ticker. That Dr. Laura, Dr. Jen, I mean, they're working. She is She's so on GMA. She's on live. Then she switches to Michael Strahan, Kiki, yeah. and what's her name? Yeah. It's like, um, what's the guy from CNN? Um, Sanjay Gupta. Sanjay Gupta. He's all over the place. But there's this real-time ticker at the bottom of GMA that's telling you who has the who has the corona. And it's the crazy. I don't like it when you say it that way. Okay. Well, it's the craziest people you've ever heard. It's like the head of the pediatric division at the Philadelphia Children's Hospital. Okay. That probably makes sense. But then it was like um, the head of the Port Authority for New Jersey and New York. I mean, they're calling these people out like that have the virus. Well, the inf- we have spoken about this when, when planning this episode of the podcast, knowing that coronavirus is something that we just simply cannot avoid. We're going to be very careful about um, statistics and numbers and things like that, because as you know, it's changing. Give your Twitter feed a scroll yeah. and things are changing uh, by the minute. I did see one last night that just blew my mind and it's from the verify. I had to look because I'm like, this has to be a parody. From the verified account of CBS News on Twitter, rumors spread on social media that snorting cocaine and drinking bleach can cure coronavirus. They can't. An official (laughs) post on Twitter from the verified account of CBS News. Coronavirus cannot be cured by drinking bleach or snorting cocaine. Well, I'm glad that we could put that rumor to rest. There goes some people's weekends. Golly. I mean, there's just so much stupid crap out there, too. So we're, we're very aware and so we're not uh, the information is changing constantly but this is kind of a well but it's just moved into a new level which we knew it would i mean you know the the stock market's been in free fall i mean it's just and these kids think it's hilarious because they're out of school i mean olivia walks in the door from school she gets all the bus walks in the door and throws her book back uh her backpack and on the couch and looks at both of us and says what's the plan what do you mean? What's the plan? Your mom and I work. There is no plan. Yeah, like to, we're going to six. Don't you have or Google something. Classroom? Don't you have some work that you can do or something? What's the plan? I know. The plan is you're out of school. I know. Treat it like a sick day. Do your makeup or do your work, and and you know, the the one of the big stories this week has been the OBGYN from New Jersey, who was at a um, 
at CPAC and and was around Georgia Representative Doug Collins, who has now gone into self-quarantine, as has Ted Cruz, because he was there as well. Um, where would you, if you had to self-quarantine, mm-hmm. where would you go, Donna? Can I pick anywhere? You, yeah, sure, yeah. Anywhere like we've stayed before Let's, or something? Okay, it has to be at a, a place where we have stayed before. Mm. Whether as a, a married couple or or with kids, I can't imagine that you would choose a place that we have stayed with kids to self quarantine. Well, days. actually, but. okay. So if I had to sw- self quarantine, which is the word of the year, by the way, that's the new word, self quarantine. Um, if I had to sq, then I would do it at that island that we went to off um, Key West that I think got taken out by a hurricane. But it was like, um, what was the name of that island? It was its own. Oh, Siesta Key. See, no, yeah. Sunset Key. Something like that. It was its own private island. And we had like this villa and these people came and they like. Delivered groceries. Brushed our you hair. You can only get there on a boat. Us. On a speedboat. Yes. yes. From the mainland. From the it was mainland. only like a mile off the, off of Key West. But yes. you, you you know you had to get there. They had speedboats that were, you know, were on call at the dock yes. 24 hours a day. Just rum punch. I mean, because yeah. rum punch will kill anything. And so. Well, so bleach and cocaine. Right. So. Party it up. Partied up at the at the Sunset Key, so that's where I would go if I had to SQ with kids. I would go. What's SQ? Self quarantine. Okay. I would go to the Lowe's, New York, that corner room that overlooked, um, you know, Central Park in that area. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. How about you? I would go to the Days Inn in Clayton, Georgia. Okay, that's where you go when you're running from someone. You've told me. Well, but I'd still go there because they have a pool. And it's not too far. Of all the places you can self-quarantine, that's where you're going to go. Well, that's kind of my place. Don and I have had this running joke. And if you've ever been through Clayton, George on 441, right past, right there where the Burger King is, across from the Wendy's, there is a, I don't even think that they're technically a franchise anymore of Days In. They just keep the sign. It's kind of like when you go into a blimpy. And they don't have blimpy napkins. Oh yeah, you know it's not official. Yep. Like these people are running a scam. They they have their their license has been revoked, but they still keep their sign. And want you to like the meat's not blimpy meat. Yes. like they went to Kroger and yeah, got or Ingles it, or something. You know, like that, and then yeah. filled their bins with with. Yeah, and you know how you can also tell because meat. they like they won't give you a lot of napkins. Right, because Same thing. that's their last set of like. Official, official logo, logo napkins. Yes. Yeah, so if you ever go to like the Blimpy, you like have to beg. It almost becomes a game with me. I'm like, can I get a few more? So I'll be yeah. at the Days Inn. I don't think Days Inn knows that that Days Inn is still there. But if you pass it, you know what I'm talking about. Because they have the pool. And it's run down. It's crappy. But I've always said to Donna, I feel if like I go missing for whatever yeah. reason, if you cannot find me, know that I'm at the Days Inn in Clayton, Georgia. That's my run to point. Everybody needs a place like that. Like if you get in trouble with the law and you need to suddenly flee, then you need a place to go and, and a place that only your spouse knows about. Mine is Promises in Malibu. Okay. No, that's a rehab facility. It doesn't matter. I mean, I, if I'm leaving, if I'm fleeing, I probably need to be there for something. So, Georgia has decided that it's a good idea to host <laughs> coronavirus patients at a state park. In Morgan County. Morgan County is about 60 miles from downtown, east of the city on I-20. It includes uh, the cities uh, Madison and Rutledge and Bostwick and uh, Godfrey and Buckhead. Uh, between, you know, it's just a little past uh, Conyers and Covington, Social Circle and those type places. What, who made this decision 
you know, we're going to be having people in quarantine at Dobbins Reserve uh, Air Force Base in, in Cobb County, which is a why well, they have hangers and self-contained. Things. Yeah, right. Are we just going to pitch tents for this people for these people know. in Morgan County? And they're just going to. I'm not going to do marshmallows, in the, but it's open air, right? I mean, what am I missing? I guess this is my question. What am I missing? I don't know. Maybe there's nowhere to put them. I don't know, you know? Other than a, a, a state park? I don't know. I'm not going there. Would you go there if they forced you to? No, I'm not going to go to them. No, but, but why is that okay? I don't know. I don't know. Who says, you know, we're going to put up some temporary fencing? And, and and haul in a trailer or two, and we're going to isolate and monitor people who could have been exposed uh, to the coronavirus next to their 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 Coleman grills. <laughs> yeah, who's in charge of all these people, too? You know? I don't know. It's crazy. It really is crazy. Someone said to me the other day, and it's so true, like... You know, there are obviously now everyone knows if you're traveling somewhere internationally that you're, I mean, you're crazy, but you're also taking your life in your hands. Which we said, you know, which if if I may direct your attention (laughs) to episode number 11, which was the episode before is Pornhub like Grubhub, which I know I was on the NorthFulton.com website last night and I know that it drives the Appen family crazy. The number one link, the most popular link on their their the Apple Media Group website, and has been since the release of that since the release of that episode. Every time Mister and Mrs. Appen hit their website, they see is Pornhub like Grubhub, and I just get we should a be chuckle so proud for Mister Ray and Miss Christine. I get a little chuckle. We should be so um, proud. But I, yeah, so it was. This was the episode. In case you're wondering, this was the episode before is Pornhub like Grubhub when I said death starts at two sixty nine, and I caught a lot of crap about. Which it. I think actually now it's dropped to one ninety nine. No, you can listen. You can it's free. On. But but the point to this is that you know if you if you had traveled you know now it's different. But like we have some friends of some friends who are over, they had saved and they went on this trip to Italy before it hit that there was so much going on. And you and I were talking about it. Like, what if you get stuck there and your animals are boarded or say you did like you and I did when we did our trip to London, you know, two summers ago and the kids were at summer camp or were staying with people and, and you can't get back. Like what, what happens? You know, like you don't have grandparents to take care of your kids close or whatever. I mean, it really is. It just keeps rolling, you know, and it, it it has all these legs into these crazy discussions that I would love to talk to somebody when they get back and they've been like through the process. Yeah. Seriously stuck somewhere. And the norm is going to be this. I I, I traveled, (laughs) excuse me, to North Carolina and was um, in and out of, of, of a couple of different hospitals. And you're stopped at the front of every medical facility. I can only speak to the ones that I was at over the weekend. You're stopped and you're asked three questions every time you enter. And it is, do you feel sick? Have you traveled? And do you have a temperature? And they're ready to give you a squirt of Purell and they have a thermometer. And and if yeah. they're looking you in, the, they're literally looking you in the eye. And if, if there's a question, if they think for a moment that you could be a carrier, then they're going to pop a thermometer in you. It's like we're living in an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Exactly. You know what I mean? And like, I think that this is going to become the norm everywhere you go for movie theaters. And unless the movie, they, they cancel all movies, which they could. I just don't think anyone has any idea how where it's widespread go. this is going to become. Well, and, and another one is like um, a friend of mine said, so um, college kids right now are like, okay, Debbie, our neighbor friend, 
her son Callum is home for spring break. Well, he goes to Ohio State and they just sent out an email saying they can't come back until March 31st. And then we have another friend and I think Vandy's doing the same thing where they've told them they have to come get them that school's done. They have to move them out for the for the year mm-hmm. over the semester done. And like they have to move them out and get them out of the dorms and, you know, get their stuff out. And they have like a week to do this. And then you think about all the kids who are seniors in high school who potentially could not have a graduation. I mean, it it does, you know, again, we're probably buying, you know, we're, we're not trying to flame the fan the flames, fan the flames of the media. But I do think, and this is what I was saying to someone the other day is whether you agree with, or whether you believe that the virus is, you know, a bad thing or what's going on it doesn't matter anymore because you're now involved in the process whether you want to be or not there's no bleach i was at target last night not looking for bleach but i mean there's just there's nothing on the shelves there's no cocaine you can't find the cocaine i mean there's you just just you know so you're like caught up in it our kids are coming home from school you know their activities are being canceled you know um it's crazy so full-on madness but you called it. You're kind of like clairvoyant. If I may direct your attention. Mm-hmm. I was at Gallery Furniture the other day, and I met Raphael. Raphael is a 29-year-old red slider turtle. Is that right? No. Turtle. Turtle. He's a turtle. He's a turtle. He's a, well, he's a turtle who turds, yeah. Uh, uh, and so I walk into the office at Gallery Furniture, and I see the huge aquarium, and I was la- I started just to laugh out loud because it reminded me of the conversation we recently had about red slider turtles. And how they grow. This turtle, Raphael, named after one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right, is the size of your spare tire. Oh, wow. Huge. Huge. And so got a big laugh out of that. And uh, I, I took a picture of the biggest turtle I've ever seen in my life, outside of like a zoo or something. And we'll include Raphael's picture in the letter, which comes Aww. out Saturday. Um, and if you want to sign up, it's, it's free and it hits your inbox every Saturday. And you can uh, text left on red. And to see Raphael. Go back to episode two for the explanation of Left on Red uh, to the number 22828. And every Saturday you get the letter. And it's really just a compliment to the week's two episodes that you've already listened to, but with a lot of pictures. I like pictures. I do too. So Raphael will be up there. Raphael's going to be in there. And while I was there, I was picking out some of the pieces for your living room second act. At Gallery Furniture. I love this contest. So what we're doing is we partnered up with Gallery Partner, Gallery Furniture, who's one of our sponsors, and they are um, going to give your living room a second act. And again, we've talked about this in um, previous episodes of the pod, not just a chair, not just, you know, a rogue cushion, not just, I mean, it's, it's, it's everything. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, I was lounging and laying down and I was, you know, uh, uh, sitting and, and talking to Marilyn, who is uh, Donna's daughter, who really runs the show up there, Gallery Furniture on Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. I uh, spent a couple hours up there and um, picking out some pieces for you. And it's very, here, here's how it works. If you need a second act for your living room, all you have to do is subscribe to the letter. Left on red is what you text. No spaces. Left on red to the number 22828, and then you're automatically in, and we're going to have a random drawing at the end of the month. And uh, I'll probably head out and, and deliver the furniture with uh, the folks from Gallery Furniture. Oh, boy. I'll be on the truck. Hmm. And the thing about this, too, Let me is- tell you this. You should be on the... You should be, because I've moved furniture with you before. Right. I just want to say this is a public service announcement. You should be on the in the truck. You should not be down receiving the furniture. Do you know how many arguments you and I have gotten into where we've moved furniture from our upstairs down our long stairway 
and you have to make that tight turn into the den and you're like shoving like a mat and I'm like, you got to slow down. You got to slow down, you know, so make sure you're on the other end of the truck. Okay. Oh, noted. Okay. When you find something at gallery furniture too, you know, you can have it delivered the next day, if not that day. I love that about that. If you go to one of the huge furniture stores, one of the chains with a thousand locations nationwide, you're going to get your, your stuff when they're ready to get it to you, when, you know, the truck's going to be within three square miles of your home. And that could be four five, six weeks off. You well, know, the, the next delivery window we have for you exactly. is September. What? I want my stuff now. Well, and I've used those services before and you literally wait all day because they give you a 24, 22 hour window and you waste your entire day. And then sometimes they haven't even showed up, you know, like it, it gets moved to the next day. That will not happen with gallery. You can literally go in, pick it out. You can take it home with you. If you have a load truck, it yeah. load it I up. I saw people doing that when I was up there. Yeah, or they'll deliver it for you, but you're not going to have to wait. And you know what? When you're, when you're ready to have something in your home and you're going to make that investment, you want it right then. You don't want to wait two or three more weeks after you pick it out. And um, they're just great people. And why would you not want to buy local? You know, super important. And take your tax return because they have some great deals for, for you getting that refund. If it's time for you to upgrade the living room or the bedroom and they have everything at gallery furniture bedding and kitchenettes and great stuff high quality merchandise gallery furniture browns bridge road in gainesville your living room second act easy left on red text left on red to the number 22828 by the end of the month and thank you to uh, Marilyn and donna and the family at gallery furniture on browns bridge road i can tell you that the one place i would not self-quarantine would be where Donna had me stay over the weekend. I was in North Carolina. It was a last minute trip that I had to take. And there was some conversation. We had some conversation. Am I going to come back to Atlanta? Am I going to stay in Western North Carolina that night? Because we didn't quite, there was a lot of questions, a lot of stuff up in the air. And you said, let me go ahead and book you a room and uh, just don't worry about it and spend time with the family. And so my life has been spent in West, before I moved to Atlanta, my entire life was spent in Western North Carolina. Hickory is where I was raised. My dad lived in Asheville. I went to Western Carolina University in Cullowee. We have a mountain house in Cashers. So that stretches from basically Charlotte all the way to as far as you can go in Western North Carolina, I-40. I have been up and down that road my entire life. My maternal grandparents lived in Silva. So I-40 has been my life. I have driven by the Red Roof Inn that Donna booked me at. Saturday night, several dozen times in my life. And there's not been a time I haven't driven by and thought to myself, who the hell stays at that place? Because it's a motor inn. You enter from, I've never in my life stayed at a place where you enter from the outside. There's no lobby. You have to talk to the dude behind bulletproof glass. And he like, like at the bank, you know, he sends your, your room key, not a key card, your key to you through the little depository thing. And you were so concerned about my truck being stolen. And I said, Donna, here's the deal. If my truck gets stolen, I'm going to hear him because it's parked right outside my door. <laughs> Within three steps of my door at the Red Roof Inn. So close to I-40, I could feel a breeze when people, <laughs> when 18-wheelers would go by uh, uh, eastbound on I-40. I was on the third the third floor. No elevators, by the way, just stairs. I was on the third floor. There'll be a photo of the Red Roof Inn in the letter this Saturday. So sign up so you can see exactly what I'm talking about. I'd step out and I could feel 
almost like a a breeze. Yes, what do they call it? NASCAR drafting. <laughs> it was almost like drafting, you know, and and and, and it, better than a hair dryer, which they didn't have mm. either. So I just had to step out on my not a balcony, but onto the concrete, on shared the concrete. So let me tell you something. It's like I got home and showed Charlotte our youngest daughter photos, and she looks at me, does not miss a beat, and says, "Was mommy mad at you?" <laughs> She said to me, she goes, has daddy ever stayed any, in anywhere where he's had to carry his own bags? I had, that's, come on, of course I have. Here's what happened. Please tell me, because okay. I haven't gotten a clear answer as to why I was at the Red Roof Inn off of I-40 in West Asheville, North Carolina over the weekend. Okay. Well, number one, I was not mad at you. But number two, it was kind of up in the air whether you were going to stay or not. Were you going to stay at your dad's house? Were you going to stay in a hotel? What were you going to do? It was kind of last minute. So I went on to booking.com and you were like, don't spend a lot because I'm going to be with my dad and I'm hardly going to be there. Well, we can do more than $52 plus tax. It was we? more than that. Yeah, it was more than that. But there were no rooms. And it was like the prices for, I don't something was going on. And it was you, a Southern Conference basketball. Was it the, the Asheville Civic Center was hosting the basketball tournament? Yeah. So, I mean, like even a Hampton Inn, which I, I couldn't even find, was coming in at like $289, $300. So, I mean, this was like the best. You should have seen some of the other stuff. Like it was getting down to where, like on booking.com, where someone just had a room, like a rogue room in their house. Oh, stop. Or like a she shed. You know what I mean? I'm not kidding. So... I like looked at the pictures and I I didn't see, they didn't show the outside. I don't know if that was for a reason, but they showed the inside and the rooms looked like they'd been redone. The rooms were redone. (laughs) The the towels, I still have a third degree burn on my leg from toweling off with the towel after I took a shower, a cold shower. And we're kind of hotel snobs. You made me that way. I was a very simple person before I met Donna. I traveled with a box through the airport. I didn't have a, a, a bag or a suitcase or anything. I would travel with a paper grocery bag if need be. You've evolved. I had a very simple life. Yeah, but you've evolved. I Everyone didn't know that does. There were thread counts and sheets. I didn't know any of that kind of stuff. And you oh. turned me into a hotel snob. Okay. And so then to put me at the Red Roof Inn off of I 40 West in Asheville it was a hard landing. Hard nothing. It was a crash landing. Yeah. Well, is mommy mad at you? Damn. It's horrible. I mean, it wasn't intentional. It was just. A, I wonder. No. I wonder. Oh, please. I wonder. I wonder. Do you do um, breakfast or dinner at home? It's one of my favorite nights because everybody's happy and most everybody can get exactly what they want. We've laughed about this growing up when my mom had like a Tupperware meeting. <laughs> you know, seriously. Then my dad would do. He would be in charge of dinner and it was always breakfast for dinner. That was like his specialty. We had breakfast for dinner this week. And if you're the point person with breakfast for dinner, and I always am, I'm the point person for most dinners, right? For most dinner. Okay. Right, I am. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about your spaghetti noodles here in just a second. All right. Had the consistency of mashed potatoes with cauliflower. Okay. Let's stick with the, the kids dip. and I are looking at one another yeah. across, around the table, just like, you know, giving one another the eye when Donna wasn't looking at us and we'd all start snickering. And then you thought we were making fun of you. You were like, what's everybody, you got like very offensive about it. You're like, what's everybody laughing about? What did mommy do? And we're just, should we just chuckle about it? Because there were. uh, Okay. Back to the breakfast for dinner. Here, here, if I do breakfast for dinner, I'm going all out. And that includes pancakes, French toast, sausage, bacon. Gosh, I hope Lynn Hogan, my cardiac rehab. Facilitator's not listening to this. I was in charge of the bacon. I did a good job. You did a good job with the bacon. Um, But eggs. And and you have a tendency when you cook eggs 
they what? I mean, really? Okay. Mine are fluffy because I spend time with the eggs. You you can't just throw them in there, scramble them in the in the pan, and and just cook them to they become just as hard as as a as a what? Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> but you don't get to eat when you do breakfast. Oh dinner, no! If you're the point person, what what, what do you mean? Oh no! You, well, what do you? you I'm doling you're out the first down. I'm dole, I'm doling out the food too. It's like a Waffle House and grits to a degree. I mean, if you have one kid, this is not a big deal. But when you have multiple kids, because I mean, they eat the pancakes before more coming off, no. like the griddle. You can't keep up. No, it's and you fast. never get to sit down and eat. It's like it makes you wonder, like when you go to Waffle House, they make it look so easy. And I said to you last night, I mean, every pan, every bowl we owned went into breakfast was or in the sink. Yeah, because I'm not going to just phone it in. I'm I commit. And this uh, this takes me to the spaghetti story. The night that we did spaghetti night recently, I was up at seven o'clock in the morning doing meatballs. I mean, I was giving these meatballs tender, loving care, and I would I would sear them a little bit before I put them into the sauce that would then steep all day. And so I commit, I'm all in for the spaghetti sauce. with. I've done that with my sauce before. Okay, but then I get distracted. I have to do something, and you take over the noodles, and your noodles destroyed spaghetti night. And then I got on the phone. That's what happened. I got on the phone, and they were like cooking and cooking and cooking, and I'm like, oh, shoot. So, I yeah, they were bad. But it was, again, not intentional. Just got a little But you can't distracted. boil spaghetti noodles. Well, I can. I got distracted that night. I've never. That's never happened before. Oh, it has. No, it hasn't. Sure it has. No. It Olivia, our 16-year-old, gets up from the table and goes and boils her own noodle, noodles. Yeah. Because she uh, was concerned about the consistency. Well, that's good. And look. I'm making them independent. Of your, So you're upset now. Oh, I am not. You are. I can no, see I it. I am not. And we're doing, aren't we soon doing video? There's soon going to be video, um, which is a conversation we'll have soon uh, where you can actually see expressions and facial twerks and things like that when certain things are said. Twerks? On the podcast. Huh? We're going to be twerking. Well, uh, yeah. That's going to, that's a that's a, a subscription model <laughs> of the upcoming video component. That's extra. Of my second act yes. with the uh, app and that's the next podcast level. network. Well, you know what? I'm just, I just do the best I can do. And I appreciate that. No, and I do appreciate you cooking. I will say so. I love you, to cook. I you love, do. And, and so I don't mind pulling every pot and pan out because it's something that, listen, I got nothing else to do. No, I think it's great. And you're our resident griller. So that's a good thing, too. I can't turn that grill on. Isn't it great, too, when, when your wife says, and it's like, it's thunderstorming or pouring down rain or maybe it's snowing or it's 25 degrees. I bought these hamburgers. We're going to do hamburgers on the grill tonight. What? <laughs> it's 25 degrees. I but remember. What do you do? You, you pony up and you put on your. Your apron and you head out there and I, I have I have grilled. Have you heard that? I have grilled holding an umbrella before. I That's remember you grilling in like a rain jacket one time. Like the Gordon's fisherman. Yes. Your commitment is to be commended. Tracy Cousineau has a proven successful track record of maximizing her clients' real estate needs. Tracy Cousineau has been a real estate expert advisor and a mogul in the real estate industry since nineteen ninety nine. You can get up to 18% more money while selling your home when you partner with Tracy Cousineau and Real Estate Expert Advisors. And when you visit with friends or talk with people that have had their home on the market for a long time, normally it has been listed with several different agents. And it's very frustrating. 
and and the reason that there's so there's turnover in the industry and a lot of different real estate uh, uh, agents and and you know get different listings at different times. There's a bunch of turnovers because somebody's not doing their job. Tracy invests six figures in the marketing of your home from the get go. Get up to eighteen percent more money while selling your home. Tracy Cousineau, been a friend and and partner of mine for years back in the radio days and now during my second act. Tracy comes very highly recommended by Shark Tank and real estate mogul Barbara Corcoran, Gary LaFox, Araska Flats, myself, Heights Cadillac Jack, TracyCousineau.com. That's cousin with an E-A-U because you know she's going to sell your home. Tracy Cousineau, 855, my expert. And they uh, specialize in all different sectors of real estate, luxury homes, resales, new construction, foreclosures, short sales, land, and commercial. TracyCousineau.com. I was very nervous about a family interview that we had to go on this week for our youngest Charlotte, who is she's changing schools. Yes. So she's been at one private schools from fourth grade through eighth grade. And um, we had always kind of known when we got to the high school um, part of it that we would kind of look at her potentially going back to public school or, you know, staying where she was or making a change. The school she goes to now is, is a great school. It's very small. And it's getting smaller because um, her particular class, um, I would say probably 80% of the kids are going to different schools. And it's kind of sad. They're all going to a bunch of, some of them are going to the same school because it's in Forsyth County. And then they're kind of scattering to different, you know, private schools around the area. And I'm just, you know, aside to the story, I'm trying to keep her happy for eighth grade. You know, like enjoy eighth grade. Don't get so tied up in where everybody's going. So we as a family with Charlotte had narrowed it down to two. Potential private schools, yes. And for one of the schools, we had to go in, the three of us, Charlotte, Donna, and myself, and we had to be interviewed by the director of missions, by the headmaster, and by the high school principal. I'd never heard of this before. Right. And I was, it was a little nerve-wracking. It was. It was a full-on, like, a job interview. It was, it was not a soft interview. It was, it was, there was... tough questions and she was up first and i'm so proud of her i mean she and she's our shy one she really is you know she's um she's very shy she once she gets to know you she's hilarious and comes out of her shell but she's definitely um a little wary at in the beginning when she meets new people so you know i didn't want to you never want to over prepare them to where they're repeating back things and you said say, and, and you know that this threesome of people the admissions director the high school principal and the head of school they know come on they've they've set through hundreds of these so they know when the kids have been coached yeah well and i what i did and i'm glad i did because they did ask her a few of those questions i just kind of gave her questions that they might ask and i think one of the most difficult questions for a child um, which she was asked at another school not at this particular interview or even adult is tell me about yourself you know, it's kind of that. And for kids, you know, as adults, we have an elevator speech that we've sort of developed. But for kids, that's kind of tough. And so I was just trying to help her. I was giving her an example. And then I said, you know, you go create your own. But I mean, just just to kind of tell them that's a tough thing, you know, for kids to learn. So anyway, she did great. And she was up first. And then they after they did her interview, they, they were all in the room. We're all in the room together. Yeah. Parts of it. And they were so sweet and they kind. Were. And they said, um, you know, you did great and you're done. And now mom. I thought we were done. <laughs> I grabbed my keys. Yeah. Thank you. And I started to stand up. And we and weren't sitting beside each other. It was like me and then Charlotte and then you. And and they were like, okay. No, no, now we're going to ship mom and yeah. dad are in the hot seat. In the hot what? seat. 
What do you mean I'm in the hot seat? Yeah. So they. So in my mind, I'm cramming in my mind trying to pull a Bible verse, thinking that that the first question. Okay. Yeah. The first question is going to be, "What is your favorite Bible verse?" And I'm ready to go with John three sixteen. I don't know John three sixteen as we sit here today at the Apple Podcast Network. What? Stop talking. (laughs) Stop talking. I. I, but I start to get red and start to yeah. break out and sweat because I thought we were done and it was just beginning. And, and I'm breaking out in a sweat too for this very reason. Anytime you're just like able to, when someone asks you just a generic question and you're able to just go for it, I'm like, where is this going to go? So because I'm a salesperson, here's what I knew to do. They were like, who wants to go first? And I'm like, I will. Because I thought if I set the tone, then you'll know what road we're going down. Not that crazy road. You're trying to go down or you're going to go down. Let's stay on my road. And so I went through my whole, it was basically kind of a story of a couple of things. Tell us about your journey with Christ. Okay. So. That's rather open-ended. And I start, go ahead. You finish and I'm going to say okay. what I said. So we, we, yeah. Well, Should, you go, you go. And then Donna has this elaborate, I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, like, shit, that's great right there. You know, I mean, that's good. That's good right there. And um, when it was true and it was my walk. And, and I my, understand yeah. that, but it was quite impressive. You were Thank very you. eloquent and you, you could even tell the three amigos, the admissions director, the head of school and the high school principal were super impressed with your story. And I'm like, well, crap, how am I? And I said out loud, how do I follow that up? Yeah. How do I follow that? up? I said, I'm a sinner. <laughs> You did. I said, I am a sinner, and I'm a flawed man. (laughs) And I said, every one of us is. Yeah, you called them out. We are all sinners in this room. We are all sinners. Because everybody, come on, show me someone that's not a sinner. I think Charlotte grabbed my knee under the table. Yeah, she was kicking you. I think the head of school and the admissions director and the high school principal were also kicking one another. Okay, but let's bring this back to center. I'm bringing it back to center. I'm, I'm a sinner. Center. Okay. Let's bring it back to center. I'm a center. It, you actually, do you think there's ever been a, a dad in it? Because you know that they, the moms they know are going to do well with these questions, and but the dads can always. I bet they're a little shaky. I would like to see like video of other families in there talking about their walk with Christ. Why does that make you uncomfortable? Because she got into the school. Well, that's why we can talk about it now, because they told us at the end of the meeting, you've been accepted. And we're like, yay. Yeah, it's probably like on contingency now. But at <laughs> no, any rate. Um, but we always avoid the question, what do you do for a living? Okay, so. For certain people, because we don't want them to go back and listen to past episodes. Because I don't know that Charlotte would have gotten into the school. What they'd listen to is Pornhub like Grubhub. She would have been, she'd have been waitlisted at least. <laughs> But here we are, and she's they they cashed their check already. So I mean, we there's no backing out now. <sighs> so Donna, at the end, when they say you did a good job, let's start. Well, there. I thank you. You did, you did a really you. good job. I talked about um, you know being baptized and confirmation, and mm-hmm. I was raised in the Methodist Church. Yep. And um, yeah, it was really good. You did. You, I mean, and it, again, we're not making light of this. You are, well, of course, well, but I'm it was either. our story. It was our story. It was just the fact that I'm a sinner. Yeah, it started out like Ernest Ainsley, like an old time. That's the episode title. Right like there. a preacher. 
I mean, it was like, how do oh. I follow that up? I'm a sinner. Yeah, it was good. It was. So when they say the end, uh, congratulations, Charlotte. We've enjoyed meeting you and hearing your story and, and your walk with Christ. And, and congratulations. We're excited to welcome you to the blank school family. And Donna breaks out into tears and starts bawling in this conference room. And so the high school principal leaps out of his chair and is looking for a box of Kleenex in every cabinet in this conference room. And I said, does this happen often? And he's, he said, yes, this could be, I'm glad we don't ride together. It'd be no, a long ride yes. home after he this. He said, yes. Those looks I'm getting. Uh, he said, occasionally he does. And he found a box of Kleenex and yes. it was a wonderful day. I was happy for her. There oh, were tears of joy. Yeah. I know they were. Yeah. And you're very emotional anyway. I am. I'm not afraid to have my emotions out there. Front and center. Mm-hmm. How do I follow that up? Because I'm a center. It was, yeah. I thought you were going to start quoting. It was either, I, I thought you were going to start quoting Eric Church songs or something. I, I, don't, I didn't like know. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing right now? Where is he going? So. As but, long as you fill your time, it's Okay. You know what I'm saying? As long as you, because you, you, I did get stuck a couple times and I didn't know what I was going to say and I started stuttering. And so you just start pulling stuff out of the air. To, yeah. I, I spoke from my heart. I don't know stop. about you. I, t- I did. I'm a I center. Can. I spoke from my heart. I'm a center. And you, sir, are too. As are you, ma'am. <laughs> and you, the head of the school, you're a center. You're to sit back down because you're a center. But it went well. We're very proud of Charlotte. Look forward to joining yes. the family. Families and, 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 Students and faculty of this particular school, very excited about it. You must get your accident injuries properly treated and documented because with no treatment, there's no case. You know where I'm going with this. With no case, there's no cash. A second opinion can get you first-rate compensation. 800-HURT-911. With one call to 800-HURT-911, which is going to cost you nothing, what 800-HURT-911 does is when you're in a car accident and you call, they immediately set your plan into motion. They partner you with uh, great attorneys. You also get great doctors. You get great chiropractors. Everybody is working on your case at the same time, and every single uh, individual that, that's working on your case with 800 hurt 911 they're doing the best job because they're in the network, and they have been for a long, long time. Not everybody can join the 800 hurt 911 network. Those that do um, are, are the best. Partner with the best attorneys in Atlanta if you've been injured in a car accident. Uh, many attorneys in town that handle car accident claims, but they can also handle uh, last will and testaments and POAs and divorce and speeding tickets like a jack of all trades. Not the case. 1-800-HURT-911. Their attorneys focus on you and getting you well and getting the, you the money that you deserve. 1-800-HURT-911. Only Handles car accidents. 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number. 1-800-HURT-911. 1-800-HURT-911. Dawn Calhoun is a pod peep. And she responded to the letter. The first letter went out last weekend. Yes. And Dawn wrote, enjoyed this so much, especially the pictures. Also enjoying the podcast, my first ever. Glad you, in parentheses, and Donna, are back. And so I responded to Dawn's email and I said, uh, you know, I'm glad that I'm your first and we were able to share this experience together. When you get the letter, why? Nothing. I just, yeah. Why? Nothing. Proceed. Okay. Um, you can re- respond to the letter. I'm going to have to listen back to this episode. Uh, you should. 
when you get the letter on Saturdays in your inbox, you can respond to my email, which is Cadillac at appamediagroup.com, but it's a very simple reply. And so I heard from so many people that have subscribed and gotten the first letter that said, you know what, I love this. And it, we what it's a lot of pictures because when you look at the letter, when it hits your inbox on Saturdays and you see these pictures, if you've listened to the week's two episodes, then the pictures are going to make absolute sense. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, that's the that. Red yeah. Roof Inn. On in 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 West Asheville that, that Donna booked Caddy at. Wow, I don't know that I would have stayed there. Right, and there's Raphael the Raphael turtle. Raphael the turtle. Um, pictures. Um, what else have we? we well, we're about? getting ready to talk For about the letter that's going. Yeah, to we're getting ready to talk about. Oh, we're going to have um, information on the Perposity app that we talked about in the last pod. Um, was your appy of the week? Yeah, that was my app. Well, I'm, I don't do it every week. You know, it's just when the, the when the people call for it. Who's the people? The pod people when they call out for it when they're like, oh, oh I thought it was we've be me, missed I put that. the show together. Right, we've missed that. It's segment. a filler. It's kind of like when you knew uh, who was Dave Letterman's guest all the time that when someone canceled they'd Regis. Come out. Regis, when when Regis showed up on David Letterman, you knew somebody had canceled. When you hear Donna's appy segment, you know it's because we're we're short content. <laughs> I'm I'm going to self quarantine you. I'm going to find. I'm going to drive you to Clayton. What you can do to get the letter is text left on red, no spaces, left on red, to the number two two eight two eight. You get a confirmation um, text and confirmation email, and then you receive it every Saturday morning with links to everything that we talk about. And pictures, I love pictures. Don't you love pictures? Don't I do. Sometimes it'll be inappropriate pictures. Sometimes, sometimes not. More often than not, I guess. Left on red to the number 22828. All right. What you got? Um, I have who introed the show. Russell Smith. Russell. Love Russell. So Russell worked with us um, at Kicks and YAY back in the days, WYY. And Russell's from Hiram, Georgia. So he was the chief engineer for... Um, like a decade. Yeah. And, and it was through ABC and Disney. So he was there in 1998 to 2009. And then he stayed on with Disney just as a kind of a contract engineer. If you've never met um, a radio station engineer, they are the funniest, quirkiest people. And they have to be because they climb, you know, the radio towers that when you, if you're driving around now and you you see them, there's some over. Um, Briarcliff is where most Briarcliff of them are. is where a lot of them the are. There are actual engineers, actually part of their job is to climb. Well, Russell never climbed the tower, I don't think. No, he did. He'll tell you he did. Yeah. Well, he may tell you he did. Oh. Sometimes they have elevators. But, I mean, part of that job is to make sure, like, that the tower is standing. Well, that is working. But the light is a safety thing. Exactly. Also, the, you know, the lights are working and stuff like On that. the top. Yep. So, um, Russell is, uh, he's kind of in his second act right now. And his wife and him are hilarious. They put up a Christmas tree for every holiday. Like, they're those people. Right. Who put up a tree? Hey, buddy, did you ever climb the tower? Yeah, shoot me a picture of that. We'll put it in the letter. All right, we're recording right now. Tell tell everybody hi. I told you. Tell Donna hi. Hi, Russell. Hey, Donna. Dwight Oakham's looking for you. Oh gosh. You see, okay, that's the tour. All right, buddy. I love you. We'll get. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get that picture from you. We'll include it in the letter. But, yeah, okay, I've so seen. Turns out Russell's I've the, seen a picture of okay. him up on the top of the tower. But anyway, him and his wife, um, they put up a tree for like for St. Patty's Day. For they have an Easter tree, a St. Patty's Day. It is crazy, and he posts them all on like his social channels, and you'll see. Just I'm like, oh my gosh, who has time to do this, Russell? We would run with Russell quite a bit. Uh, back in the day, it was a very fun place to work, and everybody knew one another, and people hung out after hours, and. Um, 
one time in particular, we chose to go to the Brooks and Dunn concert at the Omni. Dwight Yoakam was there, as was Gary Allen. And Russell Smith, who mentioned at the show, has a picture of Donna. And you have cornered Dwight Yoakam because you want a picture. And Dwight Yoakam has no interest in taking a picture with you. Well, he didn't want to do any pictures. He didn't want to talk to anybody, whatever it was going on that day. And everybody had said, just leave him alone. What year was this? I don't know. Father's Day. It was late 90s. Right? Yeah, because it was at the Omni. And we had a long, white stretch limo that took us down there. It was myself, you, Russell, Todd Veal. Right. And I cannot remember Todd's friend. Who hooked up with Miss Alabama later that night in American Pie. At American Pie. And Miss Alabama. Because back then we never knew when to. What, what do you tell me? Make the turn. You got to make the turn. You we make, we at some never. Point, back then we didn't. But together we did not make the turn. No, we did not. Uh, at all. And we, and our, you have to remind me occasionally now to make the turn. Yes, not often. Every but back then we just we would not make. There the was turn. no turn to make. Right, single, um, no kids, no kids, loaded, loaded. <laughs> Nothing but time and money. But like Russell got out, I remember this, and somehow he had these cones, these construction cones, probably from being an engineer that he had brought, and he whips them out of this long white stretch limo and puts them out, and the guy parallel parts the white limo in front right, of right in front of America. So we went in, partied, hung out with Miss Alabama, and then we left her. And I, she she got there somehow. She didn't come with us. So, and then we went on to some other place. But it was hilarious. It was in the um, like the bowels of the Omni, and it, there was it. It was one. It was like a. And back then they didn't do these shows where there'd be like six people on the bill. And so it was. It was Brooks and Dunn. It was Gary Allen and Dwight and Dwight. And it was Father's Day, and Gary Allen, as we said earlier, has a lot of different kids, and they were all there. And they were all running around. And Dwight was just in a bad. He was kind of, Dwight could be a little surly. So he was in a surly mood. And so all of the, you know, label people had said, you know, he's not going to do pictures. And he's not going to do anything. And I saw him walking through kind of like, you know, the areas of the Omni. And I'm like, Dwight, Dwight, can I get a quick picture with you? Nothing. And I think I manhandled him and just like pulled him over and got him in a picture. And we'll load that. We'll put the picture up. You will see on his expression. And like Russell's just sort of standing there because he's like a partner in crime. So, but I got my picture with old Dwight. He's so cute. He's so skinny. He has the teeny tiniest little legs. And this was back in his heyday, you know. Subscribe to the letter and you can see that picture. Yes. Left on red is what you text. No spaces to the number 22828. We do have a small ask of you. Uh, Three things. If you would hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. If you would uh, kindly rate and leave five-star reviews for the podcast. Helps other people to find the podcast. And uh, show our sponsors some love. We're we're blessed to have so many sponsors just two months in who have said, you know what, we believe in your second act, and we want to be a part of it. So to Tracy Cousino and real estate expert advisors who have been with us since uh, episode Day one. one, yes, since episode one, uh, can I thank uh, Tracy, you and Jason enough? Call Tracy today at eight five five my expert and Gallery Furniture on Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. Ask for Donna or now ask for her daughter Marilyn. Ask for Donna. Yeah. 1-800-HURT-911, car accident. It's a 911 call, no doubt. But call 1-800-HURT-911 to get the best representation. And Core 57 and Milton and Alpharetta City Center. Go over and see Colleen and the gang. And check out the Hype Song yeah. playlist on the Spotify. Spotify playlist, yes. New episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays. Kettle, I check my second act. We are so proud to have the support and be a part of the Appen Podcast Network. 